0: Grab the crayons and pull out the coloring books. It's time for Audio Cartoons on the Saturday Story Circle, right here on the Mutual Audio Network.
1: The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences.
2: And now, Decoder Ring Theatre presents the continuing adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, that scourge of the underworld, hunter of those who prey upon the innocent, that marvellous masked mystery man known only as the Red Panda! Red Panda, mysterious masked marvel, hides his true identity of August Fenwick, one of the city's wealthiest men, in his never-ending battle against the forces of darkness and oppression. Together with his wife and partner, Kit Baxter Fenwick, who joins him in his quest in the guise of the Flying Squirrel, he fights a private war that evildoers everywhere shall know justice at the hands of the Red Panda! This episode... THE CONQUERING HERO!
3: Excuse me? Excuse me, Major Parker? Huh? Oh,
4: (laughs) I'm sorry. I thought...
3: Kit Baxter, Daily Chronicle. I just had a few follow-up questions.
4: I don't know that there's much more I can tell you, miss. But like I said in the press conference, it doesn't take long once you leave the front lines to be out of the
3: loop. Leaving aside for the moment the fact that you're probably exaggerating just a touch... Do I? (sighs) Do I know you from somewhere? I think you would remember a thing like that.
4: Oh, I didn't mean. Well, I just thought... Don't
3: that... stammer and blush. I can't put any of that in my story. It doesn't look good on a big war hero.
4: I wish you wouldn't call me that. The army's rotated me home and stuck me on the bond drive, and there are still boys out there fighting and dying every day. I don't know why people think I'm anything special.
3: Maybe they thought you'd been in it since the beginning, and you survived Dieppe, and spent a year behind the lines. Maybe they know about the commando raids, and Juno Beach, and the chest full of medals and everything else. You
4: shouldn't believe everything you read in an army press release, Miss Baxter. You know that.
3: Maybe it would help if I use my full name instead of just a byline. Kit Baxter Fenwick?
4: Fenwick. Fenwick? There it is. Your Mrs. August Fenwick?
3: It's a little proprietary for my taste, but I'll allow it. So you see, I've heard a few stories about then-Captain Andy Parker and his rangers that never quite made the papers.
4: I guess you have. How is he?
3: Keeping busy. I know he's hoping to see you. I
4: haven't heard from him.
3: He's been letting you get settled. Thought you might want to see someone else first?
4: I know what you mean. Won't be getting settled for a while, though. My wife and kids are with me on the bond tour, and that'll be another few weeks. Then a desk job somewhere for a while, and then, hopefully, things wrap up in Europe soon, and they'll drum me out.
3: Any thoughts on what you'll do next?
4: I thought I might learn to forget Army food. My wife's working on that already.
3: Nice. Any truth of the rumor they're making your colonel?
4: Off the record? If you like. They suggested that they might, if I'd want to make the Army a career. It was a nice thought. But the only kind of officer I'm interested in being is an ex-officer.
3: Not a police officer? Yeah, all right.
4: That, too. If they'll take me back.
3: Yeah, I think you'll have a pretty rough time. I interviewed Chief O'Malley last week when it was announced you were coming home. He practically had kittens at the thought.
4: I'm pretty sure he didn't.
3: Well, my O'Malley standards.
4: I should call the old man before we leave town. How is he?
3: A little grayer, a little deafer, same O'Malley.
4: Yeah, it's all pretty much the same. You know... It's the strangest thing. I've spent an awful lot of time in a world that's just like ours, except it's all pulled apart. Everything in ruins. And I guess I've done my fair share of the ruining along the way. Even in England, it seems in places like every third building is gone. And then I make it back here to a place I never thought I'd see again, and it's more or less the same. I don't think people here will ever realize just how lucky they are.
3: Were we, uh, still off the record for that last bit?
4: Yeah, probably. The Ministry would prefer that its war heroes not be melancholy. Look, it was nice to meet you. Oh, sorry,
3: just one more quick thing I hoped you could help me with. There's a kid who used to work for the Chronicle. We've been trying to do a feature on his war experience, but we have trouble getting word about him. Yeah, there's a lot of that going around the censors keep pretty busy. He writes his mother. He didn't at first, but once he started he never let up. He was in Belgium, last we heard, in a place called Zeebrugge.
4: Sure. I was there.
3: As near as we can guess, he's in the Netherlands now.
4: Well, I sure can't comment about operations. I'm sorry.
3: Well, maybe you know him, or or have seen him.
4: Europe is kind of a busy place right now, Mrs. Fenwick. I don't think... His
3: name is Harry Kelly. Harry? Kelly. Yeah.
4: Look, I don't I can't make any promises, but I can... I still know people who... Maybe you should just tell me what you know. Do not attempt to flee. I'm not fleeing. I'm pacing. What purpose does that serve? To keep warm. You don't get cold? Please restate the question. Identify yourself. I already did. Twice. Is the Red Panda coming, or isn't he?
5: He is. Knights, stand down. Identify yourself. Reset your optical scanners.
4: You are the Red Panda? Yes. This subject self-identifies as Major Andrew Marker. Not Marker. Parker. Parker with a P. I'll take it from here, boys. Please clarify
5: instruction. Resume patrol. Pattern Delta, threat level low.
3: Confirmed, confirmed
4: friends of yours?
5: Yes, well, something like that. We call them the Red Knights. They were built for a little zombie war we had a while ago, and we've been trying to retask them. Not sure they're ready for the big time yet. They're not bad for certain things. Routine patrol, tracking and reporting, breaking up obvious street crime here and there. But they're a bit thick when
4: it comes right down to it. I noticed. They certainly didn't know what to make of a man standing on a roof waiting for the Red Panda.
5: Yes, I'm sorry about that. The manpower shortage has hit us all. We've adjusted as best we could.
4: I guess you'll be glad to get your agents back.
5: You aren't thinking of re-enlisting in that particular army, are you?
4: After everything you've been through? I remember taking an oath. Something about holding high a lamp of justice.
5: We're none of us as young as we used to be, Parker. Your family finally has you back. I won't deprive them of you now.
4: Is this what the robots are about? You don't want to send more men into danger? Too many good men have died. Try and do this alone, and you'll be one of them. I'm never alone. You know that. I'm glad to hear it. I guess standing on a rooftop in the freezing cold just made me a little nostalgic. Truth be told, the war I fought with you always made more sense to me than the one in Europe.
5: Well, we had a better cast of characters... And on that subject, Mother Hen tells me you have something to report.
4: Sure. I ran into a girl reporter this morning who asked about Eagle Eyes Kelly, if you can believe it. Guess he was a cub reporter who joined up. Kind of boggles my mind, thinking about either prospect. You have been gone a while, Andy. I guess so. Anyway, apparently Harry signed up shy of his 18th birthday and didn't write for a while. The newspaper kicked up a fuss, but then the letters started coming and everything calmed down. That's true. I've kept tabs on the situation as best I could. Sure, except his letters had him in a specific place and time in Belgium where I knew that he wasn't. In units that I knew darn well he didn't serve in, because I did. What? I stopped by to visit his mother right afterward. I did nothing to dispel her faith that her boy is alive and well and liberating Holland as we speak. But as far as she knows, Harry is serving in a unit that happens to be under Lieutenant Mac Tully. Mac Tully made Lieutenant. He'd be thrilled by the fact that this is what surprises you. I managed to get a wire through. Don't even ask how many strings I had to pull to make that happen. It was coded, and asked about Agent 391. Would he remember that was Harry? How could any of us forget? He was like everybody's kid brother. Did you get a reply? Yes. Just this. And it isn't for me. It's for you. I'm sure you've changed the codes up a few times since we've been gone took me a minute to remember myself. I can read it. It's a red flag. A call for rescue. Mac Tully is a good soldier and as tough as they come. He's got a solid unit with some familiar faces in it, and some tough nuts besides. It would take a lot to get him to yell for help from half a world away. It certainly would. Look, I'm on the morning train with the Bond tour. I can't- No, but I can. I'll keep digging. See what I can find out about Harry.
5: No. Not another word about him through official channels. We'll see what we can learn when you get back. Together.
4: Good enough. What are you gonna do in the meantime? About the other thing? Oh. Something quite stupid, I expect. <laughs>
0: Right here, sir. Keep your head down, tank. Yes, sir. You say yes, sir, but you keep leading with your melon. Yes, sir. I noticed that, sir. Used to drive Spiro crazy, too. This isn't a boxing ring, tank. It isn't even a regular shooting range. The Rossi's in that complex have more death rays than you can shake a stick at.
6: Yes, sir. They've rolled out our new wrinkle
0: this morning. Don't tell me that. We just moved up some heavy armor. We should be able to bust through this logjam at last. Yeah, about that. What? What is it? Guess they saw
6: the artillery coming up the road. They had a little something ready for it. Not the big guns.
0: The colonel hates it when we lose the big guns. We didn't exactly lose them. Not exactly. Could you please be as cryptic as humanly possible because I find myself with too much time on my hands today.
6: Uh, They got hit with some kind of beam. Like nothing we've seen so far. The guns, the transports... Everything made of metal just kind of... rusted out and fell apart. Only took a couple of seconds. The the gun crews are fine.
0: Fine, that's great. Now they're pinned down here with the rest of us.
6: Yeah, they seem pretty excited about
0: the prospect. I'll bet. But it took everything we had to get them in here. I don't know how we get them out again. The range on these Nazi guns means they don't have to make a big move to have us totally pinned down. I'd still like to know how they're doing it. I wouldn't mind not knowing if they'd agree to stop. Well, that's very broad-minded of you. Thanks. What now? Now, I am officially out of ideas. Oh, come on, Lieutenant, don't talk like that. Six weeks we've been pinned down in this mud hole, and there's people starving in the north, waiting for us. The whole offensive stalled at the Rhine, Mac. We're not at the Rhine yet, Tank. No, sir. The Rhine is over there, on the other side of this complex. Yes, sir. And you know what that means, Sergeant? Sergeant? We're in last place? We are, in fact, in last place. The entire second infantry, then us. We've been first too long to be last now, Tank. I know it. Everyone else is dug in comfy, waiting for somebody to figure out how to get across the river, and we're in mud up to our waist taking pot shots from crazy German lab rats.
6: Technically, they aren't crazy if everything they build works.
0: You're not helping. No, sir. Lieutenant Tully! Lieutenant Tully! Over here, Private. Any
2: word from Corporal Kirby? Uh, yes, sir. He's got through all right. Attaboy. boy. But he says it's no-go on air support. Bomber Command won't come near the place. What?
0: That's crazy! This complex is one of the last strongholds of Nazi high-technology weapons.
2: They've got all kinds of crazy stuff in there. Yes, sir, that's why Bomber Command won't come near this place. Ah, swell. We we do have some visitors though, from from the super services.
0: Super services? just what we need. Some star-spangled loony looking to get his picture taken shaking hands in the combat zone. Which one is it? The big yellow banana or the idiot in black? Actually, it's the fool in the red mask.
3: And the other cuter one. Hello, boys.
5: You are listening to the Red Panda Adventures from decoderingtheater.com.
0: It isn't much, but our last two command centers got blown to kingdom come, and I'm not calling the decorators for this one just yet.
3: Matt Tully. You don't even seem all that surprised to see us.
0: Not surprised. Just sheepish, I guess. I got Major Parker's message all right. We were taking a pounding from a heat ray at the time. Lost a lot of good men. I know it looks like we've got this place under siege, but we're as trapped here as they are. I don't know why I said what I... Well, I sure didn't expect you to come running all this way, that's for darn sure.
5: Don't feel too badly. We had a heavily modified rocket glider and a few
0: friends in the super services to arrange credentials.
3: And we had a few questions of our own, anyhow.
0: Andy got you into his Harry Kelly case, did he? I'll tell you what I should have told him. I haven't seen the squirt.
3: The squirt is now taller than you.
0: Can I still call him
6: Tiny?
3: If we can ever find him, you go right ahead, big man. Look, this is a list of places he's been, cobbled together from letters to his mom. Andy he says if he'd been in these places, you'd have been tripping over him.
0: Lieutenant... Holy cats. You got all this out of letters he sent home? Is something the matter? Aw, uh, it's just... these are, uh... They're way too specific. Places and dates? The censors would never have let this get through. You'd be more likely to find him in a sub in Tokyo
3: Bay. What are you saying?
0: I'm saying that wherever Harry really is, it's about as far away from these places as you can imagine and he's getting a little coaching about what to tell his ma. What? It ain't really that surprising, Squirrel. Kid's smart, and
6: fast, and not afraid of nothing. He practically grew up in a top-secret network. He's a
0: perfect candidate. For what? For whatever they've got him doing. He's probably more spy than soldier, and I've seen too many soldiers die to feel bad about that possibility. I've seen some pretty amazing things these past few years, but I bet when it's all over, little Harry Kelly has stories that make mine look boring. Like being bombarded by plasma cannons? Is that what those were? How can you tell? They make the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. Unless they hit you. Then it's a little bit worse. What is this place? Near as I can tell, it's a Nazi death factory. They've got every kind of ray weapon you can imagine in there, and they never seem to run out of ammo or power whatever it is they use. They got a lot of it. I don't know how much more of a pounding we can take.
6: Building shielded against mortars. We haven't been able to hit it with anything more serious.
0: Mostly because they keep hitting it first. Command is getting a little impatient with us, but not impatient enough to send any help. We need to get in there and shut those guns down, but I don't have the first clue how we're supposed to do that.
5: Quickly and quietly, Mr. Tully. That's how we're going to do it. Quickly and quietly.
0: Good times.
3: Everybody okay?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: You boys seem out of practice with the whole sneaking around thing.
0: It's a little more subtle
6: than our usual racket. These days we mostly shoot at things and blow stuff up.
3: Well, you can do that later if you like, but we have to get inside first. Where's the chief? Looking for a way in.
6: I can't see my hand in front of my face. How's he supposed to find anything?
3: It is a little dramatic, isn't it? I thought there was some moon tonight.
0: It isn't normal dark. It comes pouring out of the place every night. That's why we've never been able to get close. Are your goggles working?
3: No, but they look adorable. Squirrel. They don't work on magic dark pages. Magic? You get the Nazi science magic thing by now, right? Because it is 1945. Anyway, no night vision.
6: So we're just stumbling around in the dark.
3: You are stumbling. I am moving with cat-like grace. And the red panda?
5: Is standing right behind
3: you. Holy cats!
5: (sighs) Can you not do that, please? I don't think so. It's far too amusing. Come on. I found a door. A door?
0: Why should there be a door?
5: Because before this was a fortress, it was a building. A factory of some kind.
0: Arms and munitions. But it belonged to von Schlitz's science goons. They made every kind of ray weapon we've seen the Nazis use. Except for those old heat chuckers. (laughs) Remember those? Yes. I've seen some schematics.
5: Anyway, they built them all here. Did more than just build them, I imagine.
0: What does that mean?
5: Hey, where's the squirrel? How long ago did you knock out the power to this building?
0: It was out before we got here. Bombardment, I guess.
5: Where's the squirrel? They may still have some gasoline for generators, but I doubt it. There's no lights, no heat plumes coming off the building. My guess is that whoever is left inside is freezing
0: and starving. There's a lot of that going around.
5: Where's the squirrel? There's the door.
3: Why is it unguarded?
5: There was a guard. I don't imagine there is now. Why not? Well, we haven't seen the flying squirrel in several minutes.
3: If you schoolgirls have your lunches packed, we're ready to start the factory tour. (laughs)
5: Good Good times.
1: times.
5: This place is deserted. Not quite, but it's probably close. This is a large facility, guards at the weak spots, barricades elsewhere... Enough men to maintain the
3: equipment
0: and keep you pinned down.
3: Well, they're spread pretty thin.
5: We should still try not to wake them. This way.
0: I have my orders, Red Panda. Capture this factory at all costs.
5: Well, now you're inside. Are you going to call Ollie Ollie Infree?
0: I don't. I didn't. Well, darn it, why did we come here then? It's an interesting question.
5: This facility has been under siege for weeks. There's no food, no heat, no hope of rescue or relief.
3: Why do they stay?
5: Well,
6: it's been my experience that most
5: Nazis are jerks.
3: Tank Brody, ladies and gentlemen. The weapons.
0: They're guarding the weapons.
5: Guarding them for what? The building is surrounded. They can't get away. There's no way to get the weapons into the hands of anyone who can use them more efficiently than a bunch of starving scientists. Why not just destroy the weapons, scuttle the factory, and surrender? Would you be that practical if it were you? Probably not. Especially if I were protecting something else. Something much more important. Over here. How does he know
0: where we're going?
3: He's following the hum. What hum? Machinery. Something big. It's close now. You can even feel the vibration in the walls.
0: How have they got machinery? Where are they getting the power?
5: There is a question that someone should have asked weeks ago. These ray weapons take absurd amounts of energy. There was no way they were sitting on enough fuel to power them with generators. Then where are they getting it? (laughs) Offhand, I'd say from that.
3: Leapin' lizards? It looks like... Like...
5: Like a rift? A tear in the fabric of reality between here and a universe of pure energy?
3: Yeah, okay. Something like that.
5: Something like this should only be able to exist for a fraction of a nanosecond. It's perfectly balanced. This is brilliant. Look at these crystals. Can we pretend for a minute that we don't know what you're talking about? I'm talking about dark magic, modern science, and borrowed alien technology all working together in perfect harmony. Remind me again, exactly how is it we're winning this war?
0: Good looks and moxie. Ah, that was it. So this is what they were putting us through hell for? To keep this out of our hands? Well,
5: yes. That and the fact they're still using it. What? The really clever bit is over here.
3: Oh, good. I was waiting for the really clever bit.
5: Okay. What are we looking at exactly? Broadcast power array. Broadcast power? To where? Everywhere? Hard to say. But from the sheer size of the operation, and the limitless vortex of energy that's pouring into it, I think it's just possible that every ray weapon and beam the Nazis have left in Europe may be drawing its power remotely from this
4: facility. You are most correct, my friend. No sudden movements, please. I'm a scientist, not a soldier. I should hate to have to shoot you.
6: Yeah, we wouldn't enjoy it a whole lot either.
4: So, masks. We finally rate a visit from your clever American superheroes.
5: Canadian. What's that? Canadian. We're not... It doesn't matter. Why don't you put that gun down? It's too late. Even if you captured the four of us, you can't possibly
4: hold out much longer. We have held out for weeks already. Blasted our enemies under withering fire. Powered our shields. And there's a blanket of darkness that protects us by night. Nothing can get through. Nothing. Can survive.
5: You are completely surrounded on all sides. You will run out of supplies and die, and the end result will be the same.
4: Do you really think the Fuhrer would allow this facility to fall? We will power the bombardment of the counter that will free us! Yeah,
0: the Fuhrer has other problems. He can't solve them either. Nobody is coming. You
4: are wrong the limitless energy of the void pouring through the ether and powering the secret might of the German war machine. The power will keep flowing. The power has already stopped. Was? A bit of
5: an improvisation, I admit, but your approach didn't give me much time. Big machine you don't really understand. Find the on switch, turn it off, and then break it. Here you go.
3: Nice. Want I should take him out now?
5: Let's give him a chance to go quietly.
4: This This is from the primary distribution node.
5: Yes, this blue thing over here looked important.
4: Without this, the power siphon, I must shut down the... Oh! Too late! Too late! The core will overload! We can't... Alarm!
3: Evacuum! Alarm!
6: Did the guy who was guarding us just run away shrieking?
3: Yes, that happened.
6: I thought it did.
3: A pumpkin. Can you fix the thing you broke?
5: No, I broke it quite well. So now what? Lieutenant, Sergeant, lovely to see you. By the way, I think that we should all run!
0: Run! do that! Good times.
2: And so concludes another adventure of the Red Panda! This recording and the story, characters, and situations contained therein are the exclusive property of their creator and copyright holder, Greg Taylor, and are produced and distributed by Decoder Ring Theatre through arrangement with him. These recordings may not be rebroadcast or redistributed by any means for any reason without express permission. Until next time, when Decoder Ring Theatre brings you the further thrilling adventures of Canada's greatest superhero, this is Stephen Burley reminding you DecoderRingTheatre.com is your address to adventure!
5: The Red Panda Adventures, Episode 103, "The Conquering Hero," was written and directed by Greg Taylor, with original music by Andrea Lyons, and featured the vocal talents of Brian Vaughn, Kevin Robinson, Christopher Mott, Hans Messerschmidt, Clarissa de and Greg Taylor. Until next time, for all of us here, good night.
1: Hello, I'm John Bell of Bells in the Battery, along with my associates, Arnie Country. I can introduce myself, thank you very much. All right. Hi, I'm Arnie Cunchback. That's it? That's it. And also, do you want me to introduce you, Brad? Well, of course, Mr. Bell, that's your job as host. Thank you, Brad. And I'd like to introduce Brad... Hold it. What? Here's your script. Script? Well, <laughs> you gotta know what to say. All right. <clears throat> And introducing Brad Montworth, a salesman, incomparable public relations expert, and, of course, unrivaled attorney at law. No, come on, you know how to say it, Mr. Bell. Unrivaled attorney, attorney. at, at law. law. Oh, Mr. Bell, you shouldn't say those things. You make me blush. Can I do my introduction over again? No. We're here for an important reason. Very important. Indeed. If you think you deserve significant financial compensation, call Brad Motworth, attorney, attorney, at, attorney law. at law. Ah, oh boy. At 555 five, five, No, 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 no. We're here to remind everybody to take steps to avoid the coronavirus. Yeah, don't catch it, because there's no one you can sue. Wash your hands thoroughly and keep social distancing. What? Social distance. One more time. Stay about six feet away from everybody else. Right. Very good. Oh, I gotta wash my hands thoroughly. I don't want to get me this corona. Oh, keep your distance now. Socially, I wanna keep feeling fine. Corona. Never gonna stop getting squirts from my Purell. I'm always gonna buy all the toilet paper that they sell. Buy, 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 buy. Whoa! bye -bye, Corona. bye -bye, Corona. Don't get no closer, huh? Beat it, huh? Far enough where I can't see your eyes, Corona. An illness history is not for me. Uh Uh-uh. Don't want to try your COVID on for size, Corona. Never gonna touch. Stay away. My epidermis never wants to be close to where that nasty germ is. Bye-bye, bye-bye, bye Woo! bye corona. Captain corona. pumpkin pie corona. Now wait a minute. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, corona. Guys! Gu- diabetes- gerçek- inhale- a corona.
4: good